welcome to episode 24 of the Verbal Reasoning Podcast. I'm Erin and I'm joined today again, as always, by Steve. Hello, Steve. How are you doing, Hi. mate? I'm melting. Please help. Send send someone, bruv. What yeah, is this? To, today is the 19th, also uh, the Freedom Freedom Day for everyone. It's the 19th of July, 2021. And the weather today was absolutely scorching. Uh, I think it, it reached highs of 31, 32 degrees. Bruv, if this is freedom, freedom I don't want it. I I literally, you know, in my office, I I pulled out five or six fans from storage room. And bear in mind, yeah, the office isn't even that big. And I literally put a fan in each corner and I was Mm. still boiling. It was too goddamn hot. And we're both from hot climates, so we should be equipped for this. So I feel like I'm laying down my ancestors at the moment, but I just cannot handle this heat. My genetics are broken. Like, it must be so fugazi. (laughs) Like, by now, I'm basically Scottish. There's no point. Bro, honestly, like, I feel like I'm I'm a Scandinavian guy who's, you know, from, like, Iceland or whatever, who's just seen sun for the first time. I, I really can't handle this heat at the moment, but, mm-hmm. but uh, I feel let's, like let's it's hotter here when it's 32 degrees. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you know what it, it is? is man. They, I, I mean, I feel like that keeps the, the lights on for everyone when they tweet that. It's cash money, you know, they say, oh, it's hotter here. 32 mm-hmm. in England isn't the same as 32 elsewhere, and they get loads of retweets for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to sound like one of those men, but low-key is true. I think it's because it's like, because it's so humid here. You know when it's hot, there's no breeze. It's just hot for no reason. It's just radiation, bro. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the issue with the UK. Like, when it gets hot, you really feel it. Because I do agree. I, I, in Algeria, like, I'm not even kidding. Like, 37 does not feel this bad, which is mad. I just know my, my great-great-grandparents are looking down on me just going, look at this little pussy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so today is Freedom Day, Steve. Um mm. Should we delve into that? First? I mean, I want to first of all delve into the, the words Freedom Day. It sounds very American. Yeah, it sounds like a bit of over the top. Do you know what I mean? Uh, he's, mm. he's, giving, he's giving William Wallace, you know, freedom, all of mm. that. Like, let's calm down for a second there, fella. You know, we weren't really, we weren't really shackled up, were we? I mean, we just couldn't go to certain places, um, you know, for health reasons, really. So, but, you know, again, I feel like, all that's really changed between the 18th and the 19th was you couldn't go to nightclubs before, you can now. What exactly is the big difference between yesterday and today? I don't really feel like there is much. I mean, I went to Tesco Extra and they didn't, I didn't need to wear a mask. So I think that's the other big difference is that, you know, a mask isn't mandatory, but they all still say, you know, like they'd prefer it if you did, but they can't bar you from using it. Um which can yeah, I mean, it's not really much of a big difference to be honest. Yeah, I feel like it's a bit strange because um, I just got like an NHS no reply message which said from Monday the 19th, please continue to wear face covering and maintain social distance and hand washing when visiting health and care centers uh, settings. Um, this includes your GP and any hospital appointments. Uh, similarly, the TFL is saying that they will enforce a mask rule because you know they, it's just wouldn't be safe otherwise. And so when you think, okay, well, hospitals and travel, basically, you need to wear masks. In reality, when you went to a restaurant, you weren't wearing a mask anyway. Mm, that's true. So, the, so then again, I'm just like, what is the big, there isn't much of a difference. So like, you know, I feel like in recent years, especially politicians have come up with this thing of giving it a snazzy title for like, you know, events or things that they're going to do. And then just everyone gets riled up and feeds into it. But really, I mean, it's, it's not that deep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's just, like you said, it's to try and mark an end to, like, people's pain, even though there's no big difference. Like, oh, so what? You can go in a Tesco extra without a mask. But it's like, 
nothing has really changed. What's your thought on the mask situation anyway? Like, I mean, do you do you have any kind of are you kind Look, of I'm not an expert, but like it, Oh no, no, I, I'm not asking in that sense. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you know how some people go, Oh no, when I wear a mask, I feel like I can't breathe, I don't like them. I, I'm not asking about the science, okay? I don't okay, think the okay. science should even be up for debate. We know what mm-hmm. masks are good for and what they're not. So mm-hmm. Just in terms of, are you relieved to see masks go, or are you kind of one of those people who are like, no, I'm going to continue to wear a mask in, for example, the underground because I just feel like it's day. Mm. No, I feel like you know, on the underground, like you already can't breathe, man. It's insane. Like on top of that, with a mask, it just feels so weird. And I can imagine people who have like, let's say, breathing difficulties or whatever, will have been struggling. So <laughs> I feel I mean? for those men because I feel like. They really genuinely can't wear the mask, but if they don't, they're worried people will think that they're like a yeah. conspiracy theorist or something. So they wear it anyway, and you just see them like really struggling on there. So I do feel for them. Mm. Um, yeah, no, but I yeah, agree. I, yeah. I actually think that the uh, TFL is super. Like I've always had this thing where I'm very, uh, I have like this thing about microscopic bacteria. It's like a genuine like phobia mm, that people have. Mm. I've always had that, and especially it gets triggered a lot when I'm in the underground. So wearing a mask thing actually kind of helped me in that sense. But at the same time, especially with the weather being the way it was today, for example, Mad. wearing wearing a mask in this weather is just, it's, I can't you do can't, it. It's, too, it's too much. You can't breathe. Like I've never, I've never dodged the mask. I've always worn it. But there was a, t- like this week I was on the bus. Mm. And I legit had to rip it off my face because it was just too much. Like you can't do it. Do you know what I mean? Like you, know, you know what's really funny though? I saw mm. this video today. Um, so somebody will say, somebody captioned this video and they go, happy freedom day, you spineless cowards. Take off your <laughs> effing masks. And it's just this girl walking down a high road and then going into a shop. And every time she sees someone, she mumbles on with a mask. She mumbles under her breath like, oh, look at what they're doing. Sort of thing. And it's just like, look, let me play if I can. Go on. Can you hear that? I mean, she's just she's just walking around the boots, basically. Right, 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 right. And whenever she sees someone with a mask, she says, mask, I mean, mask. You, you, you're going to get petty people, man. Like Karens. But let's put it out there. They're basically just Karens. They can just come out. This is their hobby. You know how you like to play football? Maybe someone likes to swim? These people like to complain. They just want to go out and ruin your day. So it's, it is what it is, isn't it? Like, uh, I'm not surprised. I, I'm glad you mentioned about. they like to complain because... I mean, there's many things I want to discuss with regards to this Freedom Day business. Here. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about this. Today, there was an um, announcement from Boris Johnson that said that as of late September, if you want to go into a nightclub or, and other similar venues, which are going to have a lot of people in it, basically, you will, it will be mandatory for you to prove that you've had two vaccines. So basically, mm. in essence, he's saying it's very likely as of September, we're going to have vaccine passports. And if you want to just have a regular life and be able to go wherever you want, you're mm. going to have to get vaccinated. So in essence, it's mandatory. It's one of those things where it's not it's not technically mandatory, but yeah, realistically, it's mandatory, right? They're putting so you in a corner where that. you have to do it to, to actually be able to live life. Exactly. So, you know, it's like it's like going, oh, well, if you want, you don't have to breathe. But, you know, it's up to you. I'm not, I'm not saying mandatory to breathe, but, well, I'm going to have to breathe anyway, mate. So mm-hmm. it's a similar type of situation. And uh, today there were some protests, actually. Mm. anti-lockdown protests now when i initially saw anti-lockdown protests on freedom day i was like what the fuck are these people talking about but i guess the angle that some of them were coming from was they're going to force us to take the vaccine obviously Mm. we've talked about our feelings about the vaccine we think that people should have the vaccine but um what's your thoughts on on that basically so uh, we we discussed potentially again in previous episodes that this might happen Mm -hmm. now it has happened 
I understand the qualms. Like, although, like, I personally chose to take the vaccine, I still think you shouldn't. I mean, it shouldn't be forced on people. If someone wants to take the risk and they, they, you know, through their information, they prefer not to, then whatever. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't feel comfortable with, like, the idea of, oh, you must take it otherwise. So I understand why they're out protesting. And, yeah, you never know. Like, these kind of things, uh, if we're going Escalates, on a more bro. conspiracy side, do you know what I mean? These kind of things mm. always tend to escalate. Look at the CCTV world we live in now. Like, bro, it's, it's, I, I, you know what? I don't even think this is, like a far-fetched thing to say i genuinely feel if you give a government which has authoritarian tendencies such as the one we see right now who wants to you know like just 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 look at pretty patel right if you tell pretty if you do you think somebody that has pretty patel in their government is not going to take this and just snowball it into something even worse down the line Mm -hmm. so he's he's basically come out today in boris and he said proof of negative tests will no longer be enough UK PM Boris Johnson says that after all over 18s have had the chance to get both COVID jabs, full vaccination will be required for entry into, quote, nightclubs and other venues where large crowds gather. Hmm. So, I mean, would that include football stadiums? Would that include, you know, Wimbledon? What would that be about? I think for the Euros, they had to provide something, like some some proof that they were basically free of COVID. So... It's definitely gonna. It's definitely gonna uh, go to bigger venues and events. Mm. And the thing is, the way I understand vaccines is like not everyone needs to be vaccinated for it to work. Well, I think we've been through this before, but like, it's like a, I, a large. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't want to say something out of step, but as far as I mm. know, it's it's the vast majority has to be vaccinated mm, mm, mm. Uh, in order to allow at least to some extent a herd immunity. But um, I don't know. It seems like that, a step- that being said, yeah. even if you are vaccinated, it doesn't mean you won't get the vaccine. We yeah, don't I'm get not the saying virus. don't you take can the still vaccine. get the virus. Yeah, I'm not saying don't take the vaccine, but I think this like kind of passport step is a bit is a bit of a big step. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's steps mm-hmm. in between where you ensure you know everyone's vaccinated before you even open up these venues. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm worried because like, how far does it go? And like, in the future, does that then legislate them to do that for other things that aren't as big or do you know what I mean? I don't know. Mm. I'm uh, I'm a bit wary. I understand like it's it's a it's like a way of approach, but I'm not I'm not on board. Let me put it that way. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 not for any of this uh, for stuff at all. Mm-mm. I think I've made my point clear. I just don't think that these men can be. I don't trust them. <laughs> I just, just, just can't be trusted. Period. I, I don't trust. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, I'm not like again. I, I'm obviously not a Tory. But I'm not saying this just because they're Tories. I just don't trust politicians to be competent enough, at least today's generation of politicians, to be competent enough to be given the ability to basically tell people you have to do X, Y, Z in a mandatory Mm. way for health and safety reasons because sooner or later, those health and safety reasons could encapsulate other stuff. And before you know it, you have to do all sorts of weird shit just because the government said you have to do it. And I, I'm not for it. I don't think anything should be mandatory in that sense. It's, it's like when uh, when the US diplomats went to China and they had to do the... Anal the swabs. COVID, anal swabs. <laughs> what, if, what if that becomes a thing? Is like mandatory if you want to go into Tesco's. Anal swab. Otherwise, you can't eat food. Do you know what I mean? The guy, the, guy we had, uh, the security guard has just got a fucking swab in his hand. They're wrong and it goes in has to drop their pants. I'm not doing that, bro. Like, I'll be honest with you. I'm really not. So, um, certain man yeah, will line I'm, up though. I'm not a fan. Certain man will come in, come out, come in, come out. Yeah, yeah. Multiple entries, you know what I mean? <laughs> Stamping their palm like it's a nightclub. Um, <laughs> okay, so, so we've talked about that aspect of it. Now, did you see, Steve, uh, there was a nightclub, I think in Central, where the queue, mm. the, last night, so as, as it turned 
to you know the 19th at midnight uh people were lined up outside of a nightclub and the, the line was like an hour Fun. long it was wham Fun. These what do you think tapped. about those people? Isn't that a bit mad? These men are tapped in the mind. Do you not have anything better to do? Do you know what I mean? I don't understand that mentality, man. I saw it as well. Like, you know, people just going out and out and out and out. Bro, how tapped are you? Like, do something. Do you know what I mean? Is this really your priority on a Sunday night? I don't know, man. It's weird. I, I find that mentality weird. But each to their own. Maybe they've got hella money and don't work or, or they just don't care about life. But I feel like, hey, hey do something with your life, bruv. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, is yeah, this granddad nah, Steve speaking, or I don't know, man? I mean, uh, the the thing is, I don't blame people for wanting to go, but I I just do feel it is a bit much to to be there at midnight and be like, yo, I'm gonna wait in a queue that's an hour long to get into on this a nightclub. Sunday, on Sunday, Sunday well. like, do you not have work the next day? Like, that's what I'm this saying. What I don't get. I don't get it, man. Even if it's students, like on a Sunday, relax yourself. I beg you, have some shame. Go home, yeah, run a bath, go to sleep. It's too much. Uh, so, Stephen. Don't you ever call me that again, but yes, continue. <laughs> so, Stephen, overall, what's your thoughts on uh, like Freedom Day and everything? Man, it had to come. Eventually, look, this day, yeah, whatever you, call, whatever you want to call it, eventually it had to come, and it was never going to come with a clean break. Do you know what I mean? I think people are pretending like one day we're just going to wake up and, hey, there's no more cases and no one's affected. Is the day is coming? I don't know whether this is the right day or not, but it's an inevitability where you weigh up the. Um, do you know what I mean like you weigh up the uh, risk? Are people going to die? Like how many? What is the percentage of the population that are going to be at risk? Can the NHS handle this percentage of the population? Do you know what I mean if it's low enough, and and it's not risky anymore, even if you catch it, I say move on with life. Like it's it's not that deep. I don't know. What do you think, Aaron? Um, you know what? Yeah, I think I, f- I feel the same way. Um, I think you it's gotten to that point where I saw an infographic today where it was talking about the deaths over mm. a period of time, and it genuinely okay, yes. Um, it genuinely does. It, it there is a situation where okay, the deaths are kind of going up, but it's it's so negligible at the moment. I just feel like if if you're not going to open everything up now, when are you going to open it up? Yeah. I mean, we can't just keep going into a perpetual cycle of constantly being in lockdown. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's just, there's going to be a call, a point where they have to call it. I don't know if this is the right one because I don't have the numbers in front of me. I don't really look at the numbers. But th- there was going to come a day where this call was going to be made. Do you know what I mean? So I'm hoping that they've done it correctly and they've looked at the numbers. If any of our listeners want to prove us wrong, do you know what I mean? At us on Twitter or whatever, send us information on Instagram and we'll happily admit it. If if the numbers, uh, do you know what I mean, add up, but like, it's gonna come, man. You can't. I feel like it's. You're always gonna get people that are gonna get infected by diseases. Do you know what I mean? Like even till today, I think the bubonic plague is still a thing. Like one in a million people, or whatever, it's very rare, but people still get it. it doesn't mean we shut everything down because it's like you know it used to be a you know horrible plague. I think at this point, COVID seems to be under wraps with the vaccine and the protocols. If they got the number right, well, I don't see why not. Uh, I don't get why people should complain. Yeah, no, I'm pretty much, uh, I feel the same way as you, if I'm being entirely honest with you. Um, but I just want to go for Yeah, yeah, like, I just want to go. just want to be free at this point, if I'm being yeah, honest yeah. with you. Enough. Let me die. Yeah. Let me die on, on, on the ride. 
Yeah, no, I, th- I think I think uh, yeah, you are right in that. In just yeah, just just open up, man. That's that's mm-hmm. all I can say, really. You um, know what? So yeah, I had a thought. Sorry, yeah. So so you know how we were talking about COVID passports. If mm. the rest of the world employs COVID passports, do you think the UK should as well? Do you know what I mean? Like, hmm. if let, let's say you can do everything in the UK, but you can't do anything in the rest of the world, like, what's the point at that point? Yeah, I mean, again, this is like an international community issue, I think, because if it's like, as you said, okay, yeah, you can do, you can have a situation where in the UK it's not mandatory, but to basically go anywhere else or do anything else, you need to have, a, a you know, a mandatory vaccine. Then again, you're really taking away the the kind of um, hmm. uh, independence of individuals, and I'm not for it personally. Again, mm-hmm. I think it's an international thing that they need to get come together and actually. You know, like, what is the UN for? I'm actually, uh, to this day, I actually don't know what the UN is for. Like, what well, is the purpose of the UN? What do they actually do in the UN? Like, surely something like a pandemic should be sat down and discussed with by all the world leaders. Mm-mm-mm. Nah, I, I don't know, man. I feel like they're just a puppet for, like, uh, Western powers, in my opinion. But, you know what I mean? We can go down that rabbit yeah, yeah, hole. Let, uh, yeah, let's maybe let's not talk. go down that rabbit hole today. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think overall, that's that's our feelings on, on you know, Freedom Day. Uh, we have we I, I i'll say this you know what i'll say this now um mm. i feel like on this podcast we haven't really found a niche topic like that we individually discuss no. so i think if our listeners have noticed in previous weeks what we've been doing is we've just been looking at whatever the biggest news stories are and we've been bringing our you know input onto those obviously we we are scientists by nature so we do talk about scientific stuff more so than others but if you are listening to this podcast and you do have any recommendations of you know, or maybe touch on these topics or those. We're open to suggestions because, as I said, we haven't really found that like niche thing just yet. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're, so we're, we're always open. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We touch scientific topics. You, you, you've heard us if you listen for a long time. You know, we've interviewed, you know, scientific people, professors, um, MBA, MBEs, and all kinds of people from all kinds of walks of life, professionals. But if you want us to really talk about something specific, you know us. We respond to every message. Um, yeah, we we love to hear from you. Yeah, but. so just let just let us know, guys, in it. But th- yeah, that was our little mini segment there on Freedom Day. Um, mm. I'm not too keen on constantly talking about COVID. I think everyone's got a bit, a bit of fatigue much, of it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. maybe Steve, if you you were talking about a, a topic earlier, so maybe you can just kind of introduce that and we can discuss that topic now. Yeah, yeah. So recently, this weekend, there was basically a massive cyber attack. Um, it attacked Microsoft Exchange servers. Uh, it attacked basically the uh, MOD. Um, it was all over the world as well. And um, they, well, the, the world leaders, let's put it this way, have started to put it on China, saying that, you know, China's basically carrying out major cyber attacks. Um, it, it, it caused, I think, one company to blame it, <laughs> one specific employee of stealing like millions of pounds, which is hilarious. Like, can you imagine you were coming to work in the office one morning? And they're like, bruv, give us our money back. <laughs> and you're like an intern, <laughs> which yeah. is hilarious. But um, yeah, I'll read the article just quickly. Um, so the one that targeted Microsoft Exchange servers affected at least 30,000 organizations globally because obviously businesses use their service. Uh, West, Western Security Service believes it's a shift from a targeted espionage campaign to smash and grab raid, leading to concerns that Chinese cyber behavior is escalating Uh, the chinese ministry of state security has also been accused of wider espionage activity 
and patterns of reckless behavior. Of course, they, they're going to say it wasn't us. They denied everything. But there seems to be a unified call out on Beijing. Really, really, though, really, what can we do? There's nothing, bruv. Do you understand? Like, we, we've, look, China's has reached a point now where they can do this with no repercussion. Do you know how I know China's built different? Hmm. Have you seen the video of John Cena just being cuckolded? Oh, disgusting, bro. <laughs> bro, did you say, I don't even know. I, it was something really stupid, right? But he said he said something like, I hope they enjoy the, the movie in cinemas in, I don't know, Taiwan or I don't know, somewhere, right? Yeah, like, I, guess I think China's, Taiwan. Yeah. yeah, I think China's having beef with. And so he literally had to come out. And in Chinese, I didn't even know he knew Chinese, but in Chinese, uh, well, maybe it's called, I don't know. I don't know Mandarin, Mandarin. Official yeah. language is Mandarin or whatever. I would, you know, pardon my uh, lack of knowledge on the topic. But You're racist. Pardon my lack of nuance there. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah, I guess it's, it's Mandarin. He came out and he gave a full-blown like hostage apology. It looked I like it was ridiculous. And Love, it killed me that did like, it. Bro, China. these men are built so different. Like John Cena, right? Mm. You know, Mr. All-American WWE superstar is coming out and reading like as if he's under duress mm. about like, I'm so sorry, I never meant to, you know, he's like <laughs> Love, in Mandarin. Do you know in how Mandarin, much, like, this is this is the bad part. It's in Mandarin, he's not even in it, like he's not even saying it in English. I don't even know if he knows Mandarin or if he literally had to learn. I think he learned the words. But but you know what's mad? He's not even like a good actor or anything. So like, I don't even know if he has that in his wheel, wheelhouse. Like that must have been so difficult for him to be able to like memorize. No, 100. Yeah. Do you I know think, what I mean? <laughs> what's funny is that it was also like recorded in his car. So it wasn't like an official apology. Like it actually looked like a hostage video. Bro, do you see what I'm saying? Like no blinking, somewhere. just looking straight at the camera. Like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, like, but, the, but look, that's mad. Like, shouldn't the FBI do something? I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know if we, yeah, I know if it sounds like we're blowing it out of proportion to be like the FBI should get involved with John Cena Definitely. doing this, but like, bro, that's kind of mad. Like, he just he just mentioned Taiwan, and now there's all of this pressure. Like, it goes to show, like, mm. why? Okay, for example, why did that pressure exist? That pressure exists because there's literally billions of people that would watch that movie in China, right? Mm -mm, and so exactly. you're gonna get a lot of revenue from there. Now, if you do or say anything that angers the Chinese government then basically your film won't get aired and you won't make the money that you're supposed to be making. And mm. that's why all of the movies are tailored in a way where it avoids all of the key conflicts. Like you will do a Marvel superhero movie where they won't talk about anything that's going on with like the Uyghur Muslims, for example. Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's like, oh, so Captain America's turned a blind eye to that, is he? Because they can't mention it. If they mentioned it, then, you know, But this, this is what I mean. This is soft power. You, this this is what, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is huge power, actually. People underestimate, but it's really cultural soft power. Can you imagine if it was the other way around? Like, let's say uh, some some famous Chinese man uh, was uh, doing libel against America, bro. Nothing will happen. Do you know what I mean this nice. is this is a huge dick slinging? Uh, Listen, move. shout out China in it, man. Because mm -hmm. then man went went through a period where it was really fucked, and um, like they completely fucked it. And when you look at how how. The strategic and the, the come the remontada from the Chinese is insane. Like insane, they, yeah. they're literally before our very eyes, they are they are progressing so rapidly that I don't think it's long before, like in 10, 15 years, you know, Mandarin becomes an official language of the UK as it has done in many countless nations in Africa. Mm, yeah, like yeah. it's know, literally getting because as you said, it's soft power, right? It's soft power now, but at what point does it become oh actually these guys are much richer than us? got much better military much better technology than us they've got way better output than us 
At what mm. point is it that we fall behind as, as the UK and, you know, even America? Now, let, let me be honest. If America's kind of, um, you know, monolithic control of, of the global, uh, you know, economies and everything was to fall, would I sit here and weep over it? I don't think I would if I'm being entirely honest nah, with you. Nah. But, but, you know, again, you've got to look at the alternatives and stuff like that. I understand that. But, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe a, a shaking of the table isn't too bad a thing at the same time. I, I, yeah, when, yeah. I see, I shake- when I see John Cena, the guy who I, you know, when I was a kid, <laughs> economics, the guy I was looking up to being cuckolded on TV, uh, you know, when I see that as well, it kind of does break my heart. I can't like That's it. scary, though. It really yeah, scary. It actually scares me. That felt very really surreal. That felt yeah, very yeah. surreal. Like, uh, and where does it end? Basically, they, I think China clocked it. Like, they realize the rest of the world, their driver is money. Where really for China, their driver is the Communist Party. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they know they can do anything Shout as long as it's linked man, to money. Know. Shout out them, man. Bare I don't fishing. know, man. I, mean, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> them man doing genocide and that. Uh, yeah. I'm not too keen on no, that. No, no, obviously, I mean? I'm not shouting out that aspect. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying like, like, out of the, the two they, evils. The cultivated this power is insane. Like, it's insane. Time it's insane. Time span in which they've done it. It's very impressive. But you have to remember, under what sacrifices, do you know what I mean? Even their own people, like the one-child oh, policy. Difference. I don't think we could, we in the West could ever wrap our head around. No way. The notion that, like, yes, I'm going to do this for my nation, even if it puts me under the ground, bro. If they told me tomorrow there's a war, yeah, you need to go join the war. I'd be like, just shoot me now, bro. Just shoot me now as a as a dessert or whatever, because I'm not going. I'm not going to this war. I'm not fighting for anyone. Like, but the the mindset, I think, over there, again, we don't even know this because it could just be propaganda in our own no. countries. But we, we do know susceptible to it, but we do know yeah, that yeah. like the Chinese are very nationalistic and they will do anything they can to help out their nation. So yeah, you know, I think that kind of plays a part and a role in the, their kind of rise in power. I think personally, have more of a group. The individual doesn't really matter as much as the group. Let's put it that way. Over here, the individual matters more. Hence, why yeah, we have individual insane above all. Yeah, yeah. Which hence is why, like, hence why we've got these super billionaires that are like super villains in comic books trying to get to Mars and shit, and everyone's clapping yeah. them on rather than saying, "Yo, we could have spent this money to feed kids." Like that, that that's then, the kind of mindset. Then the now, the like, flip of the coin is, uh, you know, you having a second child, and the official government doctor comes around and aborts your child by force. Exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't Bro, want. It's I, so extreme. It's killing me. It's, it's actually a mad thing. So, like, in my opinion. If I had to pick one side, I do prefer the American system. Let's put it that way. I'm not saying it's a good one, but I do want a shaking of the table, but I don't want them to pass a baton. Mm. And this, and this uh, John Cena thing is like, it's like, you know, when they're, they're doing the uh, relay race and they're yeah. reaching out for the baton. I feel like with their China's it really fumbled, reaching it slipped. Now. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, America slip. Fumbles, no, no, you, know, you know what's happened, basically? They're going into the final guy where they hand the baton to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I don't know, let's say for, for America, it's it's gay or whatever his surname is. Do you remember yeah. that that track yeah, runner? Yeah. And for, for China, it's Usain Bolt. So <laughs> even though America's ahead, you're like, yeah, they're about to be finished at any moment now. The final 100 meters are <laughs> going clear. What's so, yeah. yeah, do you see what I'm saying? It, it, it's mm. it's kind of it's looking worrying. And, you know, when you go up close, the whole John Cena thing might seem really funny. And you'll just be like, oh, look at him. Look at him apologizing, trying to speak Mandarin. How cute. But like, you know, when you step back and actually look at it, you're thinking, would that have happened 10 years ago, 15 years ago? No way. When they were making these really racist movies in Hollywood where they were doing, like, caricatures of Chinese people, do you think that shit would run today? No, no way, no way. No way, bro. Imagine, like, they tried to do, like, any of the movies that they did when we were growing up and tried to release it on a major global scale in China. It would never happen. It would never happen. They would never allow it. But you know what? Like, this is a failure on American... Because let's be honest, Hollywood 
and the media is run is also run by the government there. Like we do know, oh, military course. funds movies. Bro, the military has the military. to literally read over Marvel scripts. <laughs> they like they yeah. Marvel movies are military propaganda, by the way. Exactly. So I, yeah. I love them. I watch them too, but they're military propaganda. Let's not get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Like, and the military actually is involved in it. Exactly. Is 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 listen? It's all about like propaganda. That's that's what Hollywood is. Let's not get it twisted. Yeah, it's, the a, fact it's a major that, propaganda machine. The fact that they allowed this to happen, the cockholding, you know the. Oh, oh so man, man said people. it in Mandarin. Do you know how, how much that hurt me? Though, bro. It was hilarious. So, you know what? Let me see if I can find the video, man. That was, that, that was actually too funny. That is, is actually jokes, but like, I, I don't know, man. I don't have a good feeling about this, and I hope they're, they're looking into like the Chinese influence on that scene because it just seems money is king now. Like, this is the only reason why it's happened is because money is king. If it wasn't for the money and they had other values other than, you know, the, the final dollar, this would have never happened. It's, it's jokes. Hold on, hold on. I think I, I, think I found the video. Hold on, I was like, I don't know. Let me just see. I, I'm going to open YouTube, so it's probably going to be a flipping ad. Yeah, there it is. It's an mm, ad. I'm going to mute that ad because no, no free ads on this one. Mute that ad, man. We don't, we're not getting paid enough for that. But um, yeah, I don't know. We're, listeners, we'll put up a thing and see if you prefer oh, the Chinese. Oh, okay. Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. A late show has acquired the full apology. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Enough, enough. I can't, I can't hear this anymore, bro. I, I feel like I'm watching a torture know. video. The thing is, I don't know what the official translation is because the video that I found is just like uh, they're mocking what he's actually said. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, it's like, "Hello, China. This is John Cena. I wrongly said Taiwan is a country. Uh, wrongly, wrongly, wrongly. Uh, not only is Taiwan not a country, it's also uh, not even a real place." Is the kind of see the, the the subtitles that they put underneath Bro, that's it as a joke. But like, basically, that's what he said in his apology. Like the actual. I, I, I think that was exactly what he said, by the way. And oh, which think? is yeah, yeah, it is because no, it was over the Taiwan issue. That. It was over the Taiwan issue, which is very mad. Like for the government to allow that. In America, that is insanely mad because they have obviously, you know, Taiwan ag- exists, let's be honest, only because the US says so. Do you know what I mean? Because they can protect them. For the, for, okay, for, no, no, for no, no, a big American. I need star. to actually read, read something. Bro, I'm like, sure that it was over I can't Taiwan. I believe he said that. He said, okay, so he said, I made the mistake. I must say right now, it's so, so, so important. I love and respect Chinese people. Cena said to his 600,000 fans on a Chinese Weibo account. I'm very sorry for my mistake. Sorry, sorry. I'm really sorry. You have to understand that I love and respect Chinese people. Whoa, what the fuck? Bro, man's really like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh my God, take me back. I love you. Bro, I mean, isn't Taiwan a country? I thought they were. I mean, they are, but China China (laughs) doesn't, China doesn't acknowledge Taiwan as a country. China acknowledges Taiwan as China. They're not a country to them. So they, they already have been flying like, uh, do you know what I mean? Having ships nearby and they threaten for invasion anyway. Um, ah, I see. Do you I understand? See. So for, for someone to say, look, Taiwan is its own country, which to be honest is in the American realm of sp- uh, sphere of influence. This is why Taiwan exists. For an American and some such a high profile person in America to be able to say that without the FBI or anyone getting involved, that is mad. For me, that shows their hand, their fist is in deep. So, you know what I mean? Their fist is deep, bruv, in the American society at that point. Like that is so ridiculous and hilarious and just stupid at the same. Wow, I can't believe that. Mm, it's mad. But it's what, I mean, you started off talking about Chinese hacking and everything, which um, you know, is is worrying enough on its own anyway. 
And mm. again, we've said it on this podcast a million times. We're in the data wars. When historians yeah, yeah. rewrite this period of time, it's going to be called the data wars. I promise you. Mm-mm-mm. It's like the Cold War, but it's just done on the internet. Do you know what I think is driving this? This is my own personal thoughts. I think the fact that we can't have a war without major destruction, like I think it's, everyone yes, acknowledges yes, that. Yes, yes. So, so the new Bro, realm is is online. It's all about data. It's all about that kind of supremacy. I mean, all it takes is someone to be like, yeah, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me. And exactly. one nuclear bomb, yeah, we're all finished. You know what I mean? Exactly. So obviously they're not going to engage in all that war. That's why we see a lot of proxy wars in the Middle East and so on. Um, but yeah, I think now, as you said, this kind of data war is being driven by the fact that they, it's gone basically to the point where it's like, okay, we can have a million proxy wars if we want, but eventually we're going to have to engage one another. Okay, how do we do it without causing mm-hmm. global destruction? And as you said, it's okay, let me steal your state secrets online, you know, launch codes, whatever. Let me steal all this other stuff. And hopefully that's how I take you down, which is, I mean, it sounds surreal when you say it. It sounds like Ready Player One, really, but. It really, but it really is like even space combat. I mean, you don't think they're shooting down each other's missiles in, uh, not missiles, shooting down each other's satellites in space. We know it happened during the Soviet era when we didn't know. Now we know. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's definitely happening now. It's it's just a different create like space force and people were laughing at him. Yeah, bro, that was actually clever. You know, one thing I give it to. I think we laughed at him as well, but like Loki, that's actually kind of clever that he done that. Well done to him. Yeah, yeah he I give kudos when it's due, bro. I'm not gonna sit here and just criticize the guy nonstop. Like, yeah, yeah. and and I'm very left wing. I'll, I'll admit that openly. So for me to create, like, to say anything positive about Trump is a madness. But yeah. I, I'll give him credit where it's due. In it, like, fuck it. He saw the vision. He said we need to do something in space. Given that now we can see, you know, Branson, uh, Elon, and uh, Jeff are all, all on it to go to space. Why not? Mm. And they're all working together. Don't get it twisted. Like they all work. Mm. They all work for the government. Yeah. I mean, I know they're billionaires, but they're billionaires only for a reason. Do you know what I mean? They're getting with the contracts they're getting is defense contracts with the US. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all. that new money. That that's not that's not you know that's that's will save your entire family tree for two million years mm-hmm. kind of Delicious. contracts. There is huge. Mm. So and it's, is, all, it's all our money that's going to them. So you know, yeah, yeah, enjoy, yeah. boys, enjoy, enjoy, big, big musk, musky boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. His name is Bear Funny. <laughs> like, also, can we touch on this? Why are all billionaire names like weird? We got Bezos, bro. I don't know a single person called Bezos. Like, that is such a bro. Elon, like, what the fuck? Elon is he like Star Trek? What is this? Yeah, bro, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, Richard. I mean, yeah, I guess Richard Branson is the most normal sounding one. But like, yeah, the fact that mm. Jeffrey Bezos and like Elon Musk are real things is just insane to me. Like, Elon it just feels like and Musk. Like Elon Musk sounds what? like a Marvel character, bro. Bro, it sounds like a villain. It sounds yeah, like yeah, yeah. Doctor Doom or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor Doom. I see that. I see that. I don't know, man. It's, it's scary. It's scary. This whole whole realm that we've just delved into. But should I bring up some more terrifying news? Go on, terrify us some more. I'm going to terrify you to your very core. It seems that Katie Hopkins oh, is being deported from Australia, which you might think is a good thing. But remember, guys, she's coming back to the UK. They're sending her back to her dun, country. Dun, dun. Yeah, they literally said, go back to your country. Well, so what happened with her? Like, I saw it online. I find it hilarious, by the way. Like, so I, I believe she um, was in Australia to appear on like a show or something. And then while she was there, she was meant to quarantine. And she just openly said, no, I'm not quarantining. I'm going everywhere I want. I'm doing whatever I want. And they were like, well, mm. fuck you then. And they just said, they we're going to deport you. But uh, let me find an article here. I think I've got one. <laughs> uh, I'll just read from that. Katie Hopkins. Australia orders far-right British commentator to be deported after appalling behaviour while in quarantine. The 46-year-old was due to appear on a new series of Big Brother. I didn't even know that was still going on. 
but was dropped after boasting about deliberately disobeying quarantine measures. Katie Hopkins is going to be deported from Australia after her appalling behavior while quarantining in in a hotel. The far-right commentator had traveled down under the... Uh, under to appear on Big Brother VIP and cause controversy by boasting about flouting the country's regulations. Oh, there's a picture of her not wearing her mask properly. And she says, Hopkins Uh. said on Instagram Live that she was deliberately disobeying quarantine measures by taunting guards and opening her door without a mask. The 46-year-old also joked that she planned to frighten staff by confronting them while naked. I think she's lost her mind. Like, I, I think we've you seen think like, she's the, lost it. She's been a fucking insane person for years now. Yeah, yeah, but like really, really, she's tipped it over the edge. You know, before she was insane, where it convinced like ultra right people that she was clever, but now mm. she's so insane. I don't think anyone supports her. Do you know what I mean? Like, nah, you'll be surprised, man. I don't know, man. To say you'll that, be surprised, bro. Thing, I think, I think she's got a, a very like legitimate following of equally insane people. Like, you're underestimating how many insane people there are on earth. Mm, I feel and, that. And they feel all that. flock together. Do you know what I mean? And you might not see them because they, we're in our own little echo chambers on online. But I actually think she's got quite a big and formidable following. If I'm being honest with you, I think her whole I mean, family. How does a woman kinda... with zero talents? Hmm. What was she and before? She, I, I'm aware she was on um, that show. You know, you're fired. What's it called again? The Apprentice. Right, right. She was on The Apprentice. Then she was, I think, on Big Brother. And then from there, she, you know, she, she's like a, a media personality. She used to say outlandish stuff. Uh, and then you just got more and more outlandish, more and more racist. And before you know it, it's like, oh, she's a she's like, you know, got a little seg- section in whatever newspaper, she's right, got a little right. show on LBC. Do you even remember the the whole situation with her and why she got fired from? I think it was LBC. I could be wrong here, but I think she was on LBC and she got fired from it. We I might think... have discussed it on the podcast. Do you remember? Oh, she must have said something about immigrants. I'm a, she no, said some no, wild this, stuff. no, no. This is the this is the mad thing. So this was why people were kind of upset because. She said something like, we need to have a final solution for, for uh-huh, immigrants. Yeah, yeah. But the crazy thing was people weren't offended that she was suggesting that about immigrants. They were offended that she used the term final solution. That's mad. Which I think like, you that's, know, that's I understand. Such a double I absolutely standard, get it. But it's like, she's been saying outlandishly racist things for years and years. And they only fired her after that. And then yeah. obviously I think she's been taken off of like Twitter and Facebook and all of these things. Um, because she continued to just be a fucking loser anyway. Um, mm. and, and so they took her off all of those. But clearly you can see that there is a market for someone like that because she's been offered to go on to Big Brother VIP in Australia. Bro, I, I don't know, man. Like, how does she keep finding work? I don't know, man. But like, if you're touching back on that point, like there's a standard in society where, you know, there's like there's like stuff you can't say, and but then on certain people you can. For example, like I don't think, find that, um, necessarily as more offensive as Boris Johnson calling you know women in burkas letterboxes. That's that's insane as well. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I think they're they're equally know, as offensive. But if you equally, turn a blind yeah, eye to one horrible. and then you don't turn it to the other, it's like well, of course people are going to then turn around and say, well, why is there this double standard? Am I not as valuable to you as a member of this country as someone that was born here, raised here, just because I'm Muslim or just because I'm black? Do I not have the same sort of rights as anybody else in this country would? Why do you not care when someone says this about me? Yeah, uh, yeah. you know, you would feel that way, isn't it? Of course, of course. And, and now this like, lunatic is, is coming back to the UK. I mean, just I just wish she would just go away at, at this point. Mm, like, just mm, mm. why are you coming back for? Do you know what I mean? Bro, we got rid of her. I, I was I was thinking like I haven't heard from her in a while, like a long while. Now Again, she's echo coming chambers, back. bro, because she bro. I think she's probably on like stuff like parlor. I mean, I, I don't know what the fuck Katie Hopkins is doing. I don't I don't really. But give you know a what's shit. mad, Aaron? You know what's mad? The media mm. used to push her stuff. 
even though like they didn't necessarily back it, they kept showing her stuff. In my like, opinion, that's them backing it. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Like that's them yeah. backing it because they just kept pushing it. She was on Good Morning Britain. She was on like yeah. this and that. Like she was on all these different shows on primetime television. And it was like, why do you? Ke- I mean, even us talking about her now. Mm. I mean, we're talking about her just because she's, uh, you know, on Sky News. Like they put mm. her put her story on Sky News, so that's why we're discussing it. But even us talking about, her, I don't think we should talk no, about her any sure. further because we're just giving her more, you know, of an audience. If I'm being honest with you, mm, that's um, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, like people like that, they thrive off of attention, isn't it? So pretty much, yeah. They say say outlandish stuff so they get people to listen to them, and exactly. they're hoping like one out of a hundred is someone who will keep listening to them. So exactly, yeah. Ridiculous, man. I I hate her. I can't like. I think I think her whole family like talk, turned. I mean, the, the funny one was the India thing. I don't know if you saw it. Where oh my god, that was hilarious. I watched it when it actually was live happening. I couldn't help but laugh. She was talking about like uh, like uh, immigrant children names and shit. She was like, oh, especially don't like names based on uh, geography. And then they were like, yeah, but you, you literally named your child India. Like, and she was like, no, it's different. Well, it's only different because of the color of their skin. Do you know what I mean? Let's be honest. Yeah. Like, that's it. There's no other difference. Like, India is a geographical location. So at that point, she didn't. She wasn't an all-out racist, as in, like, saying I'm a racist. But now, like, I think it's, you know what I mean? That, 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 um, that page has been turned. We already know about it about all of that but hopefully um new zealand can take her uh please my brothers my hacker <laughs> hey, just brothers. in the other name avenue she's 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 a bright one that one so mm. now she will, she will for that oh um, straight back home oh send her to losing <laughs> or something like i wanted to really get pissed okay i'm sorry i've just seen like a random headline that says young north koreans ordered to stop speaking dressing and dancing like south koreans or else <laughs> <laughs> oh God. you know i don't even believe anything that comes out like it just it just sounds like this can't be true it sounds like probably i don't even believe stuff that they say i don't know though. like at this point i just i can't believe it. i refuse to believe it. bro i've seen it. some documentaries where like they've snuck in cameras and yeah. like filmed it do you know what I mean? and, you, and you can you can listen to interviews of people that escaped north korea as well like mm. just speaking on their lives but is it that insane it is that insane dude I, it insane. just sounds so mad though is is mad on another level and they're just allowed to do it it's literally like a cult i, I feel like north korea is like a so culty country in north korea man they believe that uh what was the the father of un what's his name il king jong il king jong il no his father sorry the first one oh me i can't remember however <laughs> the first one that. they believe he rode on a unicorn to north korea like that like he's basically a deity to them well they're trying to force the fact that he's kind of deific so I don't know. Mm. The only reason why that country exists is because of uh, China, let's be honest. Right, you know, we're talking about yeah. countries that are, have kind of left-wing ideologies and so on in place. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on in Cuba. Mm. What's going I wanted on? What's to actually dedicate an entire episode on this, but for the time being, let's just have a brief overview on it. Maybe we'll do an actual proper episode with a bit more you know, mm. well thought out with more research. But in essence, what's happening is because of the embargo that the US has put onto the Cuban people, because they're a communist... Um, ruled country communist ruled socialist country right. um they obviously have you know not a very great economy if i'm being honest with you uh, economy is poor you know people can't get the stuff that they need there's an embargo on them uh, now the us is actively blocking uh, everything that the country would need to provide vaccinations for their for their people um the cubans uh, cuban you know government is turning around and say well the us needs to actually allow us to import stuff in because they've developed their own vaccines and everything. You know, one thing about Cuba, they're very far ahead in terms of the medical science. Yeah. Um, 
And so some protests broke out initially, then some uh, anti-protest protests broke out. So obviously there's a there's back and forth there. Some people want the government out, some people want the government in. You know, some people blame the US embargo, some people blame the government itself, mm. and so on and so forth. But I just think it's very cheeky of Joe Biden to come out and say, oh, they should vaccinate their people. And then also in the same breath say, well, no, we won't be lifting the embargo that is stopping them from getting the supplies yeah. they need to it's administer the vaccine, which they have created themselves whilst under embargo. It's actually very mad. I, I, the relation between the US and Cuba really confuses me. Yeah. I think I know where you're going to go with this. Like, um, it, yeah. I agree, it, though. I agree. Yeah. Like, in one sense, like, you know, it's been how long now? Like, come on. It's been like 70 years since all of this has happened. They're still mm-hmm. banning, like, imports of, you know, uh, Cuban cigars, where it's, like, very dangerous to take them out of Cuba. But then in another sense, they have Guantanamo Bay. I knew you were going to say, I agree with you so much on it. I've never understood this. What I really is that want about? someone to tell me what that's about. I really don't understand. It makes How can no you just sense. have a McDonald's, McChamber, McTorture Chamber right on the most like you know well-known communist island? Why would they allow that? What is going on there? Like I don't. I have a feeling. I have a feeling that the government there are still in are now in the U.S. pockets. Do you think? I think so. Yeah. There's no way. Like really. Do, do you know a, what a my personal? Again, there could be an actual reason for this, but my personal belief is that they struck a deal with Fidel when he was alive, mm. and they said, "Look." We've put an embargo on you and we could keep sending, you know, we could have Bay of Pigs again and again and again. And eventually one time it won't be Bay of Pigs. You will actually lose and we'll take back power. Or you allow, allow us this black site, you know, off the grid where we can just torture and do whatever the hell we want to anyone that we want without even any trial. We store our prisoners there. It gives us a chance to basically interrogate and do things that are against every kind of convention on earth. Yeah, but do you agree to those deals? Potentially, mm. I think, I, like, what I think is some sort of deal was struck some time ago where the Americans said, negotiated something where they were like, okay, we'll leave XYZ alone if you give us this portion so we can do what we want. I, yeah, but I can't look, see how big, way. look how big America is and the stuff they hide on their military bases. Do you really think they I'm needed this? They probably era. could have, yeah. yeah. yeah actually, really? no, when you say it like that, I agree with you, actually. No, no, you just blow my entire theory out of the wall. <laughs> it makes no sense. I actually yeah. think what Cuba is. Is like a self-made boogeyman. They have a boogeyman off the coast of America to always remind Americans that they have to be on edge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's to put that fear. Because, like you said, realistically, you know, Cuba would be a Finnish country by now, like either politically or militarily. Which I think they've done it through politically because because of uh, Guantanamo Bay. I think they just want to keep a boogeyman there to always remind their citizens, hey, you know, you're never really safe. You might need us to do something crazy so that when yeah, they do I, something crazy, people don't question it as much. Yeah, I just don't understand. Okay, so like, you know, I, I mentioned Bay of Pigs. Bay of Pigs was when the Americans trained a bunch of people who had left, mm. um, you know, Cuba, who were driven out by uh, Fidel Castro. Uh, and then they they kind of trained them via the CIA or whatever. And then they went back into this area known as Bay of Pigs. And they tried to fight back and take back the land that was taken from them, whatever, blah, blah. They lost. It was very humiliating, et cetera, et cetera. That's how I know Bay of Pigs. Maybe yeah, I'm and it got but... exposed. That's the most important part. Uh, yeah, it got, it exposed got exposed to be an American uh, uh, coup. Plot, basically, yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't an. Uh, they tried to make it seem like the people wanted it, but they were all American agents. Exactly, uh, and I just feel like, you know, th- if they can do that once, they can do that a million times. The US have the money, they have the army, they have the finance. Mm. If America tomorrow said we're going to take Cuba, who could really stop? By the time, even the Russians or the Chinese or whoever 
is an ally of Cuba, which I don't even know if those countries are allies. By the time any of those were to intervene, America could have taken Cuba anyway. Yeah, yeah. There, like, there's I mean, no let, need for let's Cuba be anymore. honest. Like the, the weaponry that America has, I don't understand how they haven't just taken Cuba. If they, it's they a puppet wanted, state. They Aaron, it's just a puppet state. I'm telling you, man. It's know, just, man, they're already controlled. The, the Gitmo thing for me convinced me. Like, it's only kept there for like fear. It's the same situation as Vietnam, by the way. I mean, I went to Vietnam, supposedly a communist country, but you see McDonald's everywhere and Japanese, uh, you know, Japanese companies and, you know, you get millionaires there as well. It makes no sense. Like, you're like, okay, so you're communist, yet the difference between, like, you can see there are well, well off people and then, do you know what I mean, everyone else and foreign intervention. So I, I yeah, feel I don't, like I don't think I don't think any country ever has actually done what is supposed to be done in terms of like running a country by communist rule. I think it always starts off like that, hmm. but then it always ends up with uh, some sort man. of dictatorship, which I guess could be, you know, an inherent flaw in the idea of let's run a communist state because humans are flawed and they're never going to be like, oh, let's be completely equal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or tough. it could just be because of you know other other outside factors or whatever i don't know but yeah no that like actually i i started the dialogue about uh cuba but um we've just taken it to completely different else, ends yeah. and i'm i'm very very like uh intrigued if if we knew someone or somebody if you guys who are listening to this know someone who knows the ins and outs of the whole cuba situation both right now and historically Mm. I would love to talk about Cuba on this podcast. Please. And maybe we'll get a professor on. Who knows? Yeah, um, man, we've had professors on before. Maybe we can get another one on again and just discuss what's actually happened in Cuba in the past and what's going to happen going forward. Do you think, Steve, that we'll see a, a change of power via protests? Do you think the protests are going to spark something with, obviously, I'm assuming with a bit of American so. um, influence? That will get rid of the current government, or you just think it's it's nah? Like I, I think that will happen. I mean, I had a friend who does diving. He goes worldwide diving, and he went to Cuba to dive. Yeah. And it, the one story stuck in my head where you know he was leaving to go on the the plane to to America or wherever he was going back to, and uh, it's like through a castle, and then through that castle you just get this like young boy carrying this massive machine gun, oh, fully right. loaded. Like mounts it on the like not machine gun. I'm talking about mini gun. Like mounts okay, it on yeah. on the swivel, and he's just pretending to like, you know, he's just following the the gun at the at his head. And I feel like the military there are just so like strong for the yeah, local level. Yeah, 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 for the local level. Obviously not for the world level, but for the what local level. They were backed by like outside investors. Let me not just say America. Let me just say mm-hmm. outside investors. Do you think yeah. that it could happen? It could happen, but not from this protest. I don't think so. I yeah, think I this is like, just I feel horrible. like a major part of the thing that Americans tend to kind of gloss over is the fact that Batista, who was in charge before Fidel, was an extremely violent man, was a terrible human being, was a yeah, dictator was who was there via the Americans. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It kills me when America like acts like, oh, yeah, we're the bastion of like of peace you know, freedom and, and liberty. Love. It's like 99% of countries around the world have had some sort of despot that you've put in power yeah. via proxy or whatever, which has caused countless deaths as well. So obviously, I feel like the revolution that originally happened with Fidel and Che and all of those you know, guys who are now like infamous came from a place of actual like, we've had enough, this is a revolution sort of I thing. Agree. But could you carry that sentiment into the modern day? Will it stand... Will this government be able to last? I don't know. 
It's not the same, man. Like, you know, empires in different re- reigns are always different. Like, you can't compare the Roman Empire early and late. Like, they're exactly. two yeah, different like, this animals. Is my thing. Are we seeing the fall of the Roman Empire in the fall of the Cuban I mean, right now? I mean, that's a big uh, comparison, but I do think... Of course, yeah, yeah, no, no. You know, I, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I think what you said is very true. Like, the initial uh, sentiment was very valid, and I feel like it came from a good place and it was a good cause. But I think quickly it fell apart um, in the 70s. And yeah. now it's just uh, basically a corrupt, corrupt state, in my opinion. But anyway, hey, maybe, maybe they'll us, take guys, over. If you know someone who knows about this topic, maybe suggest them to us and we'll have them on the pod. Uh, exactly. Steve, yeah, carry on. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. Is, well, what else is there? Sorry, guys. So th- this week for the movie uh, section, usually we jump onto this. Uh, this week we'll be delaying it to next week. Um, this is, uh, you know, Aaron's been shaming me. This is partly due to my fault of not watching the film. Partly. You know, party, I haven't watched it. What do you mean, party? Everyone always has a hand in this somehow. Let me just put that in there. Yeah, it's, it's but... my fault because you didn't watch it, you prick. All right, whatever. <laughs> we're not we're not doing it this week, guys. It's all Steve's fault. Uh, it's all my it's fault. Terrible. I hate it, but it is what it is. But can, can we speak about our listeners a little bit? Because you know, this week I shared stuff about the uh, the Olympics. What is it? Yeah. Do we cultivate uh, depressed people? He loses. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Carry on. I feel like we have the similar mentality to our to our listeners where it's like semi-pessimistic i mean all, yeah. all of the comments were kind of like yeah I'd, uh, you know there's enough people dying now that you know i don't want to watch the olympics and i was sitting there thinking yeah i actually thought that when i posted Ma, the, is that the question. Me? yeah, yeah. The losers just like us steve they're very pessimistic down on down yeah. on their luck individuals just like exactly. us I exactly <laughs> i don't know it's uh maybe human psychology you know people uh, gather each other but um i don't know should we um We've been talking for quite a bit now, and uh, maybe our listeners are getting a bit bored of us. <laughs> um, it might be time for the uh, bonus episode, I reckon. Yeah, sure. Maybe, uh, Steve, if you want to wrap it up, then we can jump over to the uh, bonus Yeah, so episode. thanks for listening. Here, we, here, This is me wrapping it up uh, in, as a suite. And, uh, you know, if you want to join us further, we're going to be discussing some interesting things, um, more, more new uh, concepts on our bonus episode. Uh just sign up like we said this year all the money goes down to charity and if you don't want to you know if you don't trust us you think we're crooks go to our link on the uh on our link tree and you can donate directly so just do it it's all for a good cause and um yeah i guess if you're following us we'll see you on the other side uh, Steve, why didn't you say who said having fun and being serious can't go hand in hand? You- that was bloody brilliant.